Hello everyone and welcome to Intent, a podcast of conversations between friends as we wrestle with real life. I'm Jim Sutton and as ever I'm talking with a good friend Steve Rouse. We've had a bit of a break since our last chat, but as we head into a new year, we're starting a new series of conversations, led by whatever's been going on around us each week. The point of it is to be intentional about relationships together and to be honest about the challenges of real life, all the while trying to get to grips with following Jesus in the everyday. As we start 2022, we're exploring New Year's resolutions, focus and where we can find hope, as well as wondering if we could ever find enlightenment through changing a nappy. good it'll be really good yeah so you're gonna miss all of that so that's yeah thanks (laughs) you're so welcome you're so welcome uh but yeah i don't don't know how you feel coming into this year like i've i've since i can't when did we last chat i don't know it must have been like mid like is it end of july sometime around that so there's a bit bit of a bit of a chunk we've had a good break um in the meantime some some things have changed like we've had another little boy who's coming to the world a little boy dane uh, born and beginning november and kind of all chaos and both of our kids are, are ivf like they it's not been an easy journey kind of getting there and then once you have a child the journey is not easy anyway um, and so just kind of the, giving yourself over to the chaos of that life, uh, added into the mix, the joys of, um, my, my mother and father-in-law, they've arrived in the country. They're, they're, uh, Australian, Sarah's Australian. So our parents, uh, found a window of opportunity to pop over just before Christmas. So they're with us for a couple of months. Um, so in and around, which is great. And then we, we were just saying earlier, like this, this year kind of just kicks off and then suddenly you're like, oh, wow, there's all this stuff kind of suddenly flying at me, you know, just coming back into working life after New Year's Eve and then suddenly whether your inbox is full of emails from people just trying to catch up on stuff or tap you off about what's going on in the future or trying to work out just what on earth's going on, let alone just waking yourself up in the morning to, to work it out. How, I mean, and I haven't even mentioned COVID. I mean, flipping neck. I mean, we're in Omicron's grasp and whatever that means and boosting and doing a million tests and trying to get hold of tests and everything else it's it's really chaotic at the moment like continues to be chaotic and yet you kind of think oh yeah new year new start new resolutions or whatever i not that i ever do any news resolutions but it's kind of what how how the heck do you try and follow god in a world that's like this in a world that's so chaotic particularly at a point in the year where it's it's, it's often good to just kind of reconnect with your faith and like what you think your kind of rhythms are going to be and how you're going to read your Bible more and the things that you want to try and do. I don't know how you feel, but I'm just kind of like, oh, I've almost I'm exhausted before I started. Um, and it's kind of like I'm trying to then bolt Jesus onto it and kind of think, well, how do I how do I remain connected with God in, in this world when I can't even barely remain connected with my wife when I've got two children and indoors and everything <laughs> else going on? <laughs> Help. I'll focus, focus on that one. That much. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I spoke to Sarah last Thursday. That's probably. <laughs> That's hopefully frequent enough. Well, every Thursday, just make it a regular Thursday. <laughs> okay, just just five minutes on a Thursday. That'll do it. Five minutes on a Thursday. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. funny. I was and this might. I was looking at sometimes I. I, I do a form of journaling and I don't, I, and I usually, funnily enough, when I look back at my journal, I get very enthusiastic around January. <laughs> 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 That's the year goes by. But I was looking at, 
I was I was looking at um my journal from January last year and it's it was sort of in the in the first couple of weeks of January last year and I just noted that I'd noted down we're something like we're still COVID is still a challenge da 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 and like some stuff around that and I was thinking man here we are a year later and it's like <laughs> yep just the same entry in their diary like this is a real challenge or whatever and um yeah, it's it, it's hard. I I like you. I I don't necessarily set kind of specific resolutions for the year ahead, but I, I do like this kind of crossover in terms of the time of year, chance to kind of not necessarily. It sounds a bit, but not to wipe slate clean, but just to kind of think. Okay, it's a fresh opportunity to go at another year and to think about this. And I think I think not necessarily to set specifics, but to kind of more think. Oh yeah, I do. I do want to be, I don't know, a healthy person. So therefore I'll keep concentrating on that. I want to, I want to, you know, live as a Christian. So what would that look like this year? And what are the things I want to try and sort of focus on with, in regard to that? What are the things that are on my mind, particularly at the moment? And I think for me, like I, one of the things that's on my mind, because I think I think I just feel like in the midst of all this, and I think we've talked about this a little bit before, surprise, surprise, but it's it's it would be very easy for my mind to get pulled into a sort of downward spiral because of the constant, whether it's the constant news around or the conversation that's around. And I think how do I how do we keep our minds from um how do we stay focused on what it is we want to live for? And um, and that's quite a, a word for me at the moment is, you know, it's very easy to get distracted. You know, we live in a world that constantly tries to distract us anyway. And I think like you, you use some of the language you use just in your opening kind of, you know, we're, we're bombarded, whether it's bombarded by news, we're bombarded by information. There's so much that we could be listening to or whatever. I think how in the midst of all that do you kind of, are you able to get somewhat focused where you, you, you lessen that kind of, I don't know, the noise of it. And you think, okay, I, I want to, I want to focus on a particular way of living and I want that to, to be fleshed out in family life, whatever stage I'm at, because that's our particular context or in my relationships, if you want to say it more generally, in 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 the work that I do and so on. Um, yeah, I don't know, just not, and you, like you are saying, you can have overly kind of inflated ideas about how you might try and stay focused, but even just little things that you might do each day might help to, towards that, I suppose. I don't know. Does that make sense? Or Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I think you're right. And you, you said something you you talked about kind of like the new year's being a time to kind of focus on on your a lot of people focus on health a lot of people sign up for gym memberships they never use and, yeah, yeah. and that kind of thing <laughs> i was i was walking into into towards the church buildings this morning and all these people out running and everything else and i was like oh i got oh, it's been ages since like obviously it's pre pre dane coming into the world since i like went swimming or did any like proper or what i'd kind of coined as like proper exercise or whatever going out to do something for the sake of it or whatever and i was like oh, i should try and do that and then i just stopped myself i was like no don't do i, I don't need to do that right now like there's just not 
I don't have I don't have the time or the energy. It wouldn't be something that would be life bringing to me at the moment. It would just be another thing that I'm trying to cram into to an already hectic kind of busy measure of life. That doesn't mean that they're it's it's not a good thing, you know, but just kind of that's that's kind of my thoughts this morning. But you you're saying kind of like about health and then about kind of your relationship and your um the way that you you connect with god like how do you do you it's not to throw you under the spotlight or anything but do you connect those two things in terms of like your your maybe like your physical health alongside kind of how you try and walk with jesus how you try and can continue on a on a uh, journey of discipleship you know because it's it's very easy for those things to become to, to be very disconnected, you know, but I, you're the kind of person I can imagine starts to join those things. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting you say it actually, because it's, I think it's been one of the things I've been thinking about the last week. It's just, I, I, I've tried within my work in, in church life in terms of trying to, trying to have some sort of influence within a, within a church community, you know, some years ago, we kind of began to dip our toes into thinking, you know, that, god's god's interested in every aspect of our lives we would want to say and and you can say that you can just trip that out the reality is i think in christian culture generally we don't believe that we don't really believe it we we just we can say yeah god's interested in every aspect of my life but then we don't we don't help each other to know how to apply that so some years ago, you know, we did some things around the church community. Some of you, you got involved with that, doing that, like the Daniel plan thing. We thought a little bit more about our physical well-being. And I don't think that's enough. It's not, um, it's not enough a part of church culture because we, we tend to, you know, the answer to everything is simply pray about it. And we have our kind of gathering together and worshipping and listening to a sermon or whatever. But I think God is interested in my my physical well-being, my mental well-being, my emotional well-being. And I think you see this. I think I think we see my understanding of what the Bible talks about when it talks about God wanting to bring this this peace to our lives is is it's a very nice word, but I think it it's much more gritty in the sense that he wants us to have a sense of peace in our in our mental well-being so therefore he's interested in our thought life and and therefore our habits around that are important and for me definitely with the physical thing i mean for me personally um if i don't care if i if i eat badly and if i don't take exercise i mean i know we know this stuff but i just I just know it. I it, it affects me. It really affects me. And therefore the knock-on is it affects um my my approach to things. I would become, if I eat badly, and I know when I do, I become more moody. I probably become a little bit depressed if I if I I don't know, drink too much alcohol or if I have too much sugar in my diet. I think these things we sort of know. But having, you know, it's, it's not easy because I believe you me, I, <laughs> it's much easier to turn to those tangible things, you know, of an evening. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd pick up a cake or a, you know, chocolate or glass of wine or whatever it might be. Um, those things are very tangible. Um, 
Yeah. But they yeah. but they don't they don't usually hit the spot in the long term. For, that doesn't sound right. But you know they don't usually hit the spot in the long term for me. So yeah, I def, definitely make a connection with those things. But I I, I wrestle with it, and even hearing you say it as a parent, because there's a part of me that thinks I know in myself if I get to go out and go for a run, go for a swim, or whatever, I feel better in my whole being. But the stage of life you're at. And we hit these seasons in all sorts of different things. It might not just be because you're you know, raising two young children and so on. It might be other stages of life for people listening, you know, that they, they've hit a season where they're just they're having to give their time to caring for an elderly parent or something. When you lose that outlet, as it were, how do you, because a lot of people say, almost I've heard people say over the years, almost like, well, I've, you know, I'm a young mum. I've got no time for devotion. I've got no time for any care for myself, spiritually, physically, emotionally. Therefore, we just let go of it altogether. All our efforts are going into looking after these children. I think, well, do you have to kind of, well, not do you have to, but again, if God is interested in it all, then what you're giving your energy to on a daily basis now is what you're meant to be giving your energy to. Yeah. So give yourself to it wholeheartedly. Does that make sense? So don't be hard on yourself, but you're, you're changing Dane's nappy and clearing his sick up or feeding him or whatever it might be that you're doing. And as well as balancing, you know, Ada at what she is two and a half years old, you, you mm-hmm. know, is, is as spiritual an activity as is drawing aside in a quiet space to reflect on scripture and pray. It's, I, I, do you think that or not? What do you think? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough said. You know. <laughs> it's a lovely thought. It's a lovely thought, and I'd 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 agree with you on paper. I'd agree with you on paper. But I mean, changing a nappy can be a transcendental experience, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> A kind of rebaptizing experience if you get it wrong. <laughs> oh, man. oh, yeah. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. But I, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think, um, not to bad, not to what do you call it? Bag on the church or whatever. But like some, some often in church life, it, it is about oh, we, we've become well, particularly my my kind of experience, like the 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 view of how you follow Jesus or how you connect with him is is in a quiet time. Um, and through reading a book. Um, that's not necessarily the Bible, that's other literature or whatever. Um, and that's not to say that reading is not a good exercise. But if that's if if that's the kind of the, the thing that you're presented with most, and it probably has been throughout my life, like when you are a single parent trying to raise children, like that, that's quite often that simply doesn't work. It's It simply is com- entirely incompatible. And therefore... What what would have been helpful to to some people would would have been a discipleship which is um, modelled in exactly the way that you say in trying in finding Jesus in the midst of um, when you're trying to repair a relationship with a screaming child to to kind of dwell on Jesus's words as saying blessed are the peacemakers if you hold that in your mind even as you try and deal with the 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 trauma of uh, a toddler's hardship and tantrums or whatever. If you're if you're kind of using your time, whether it's either feeding or changing a nappy or whatever, is I don't know, as a chance just to simply 
to, to kind of say the Lord's Prayer to yourself, you know, like if if those things were kind of put front and center, then then maybe we might start to rediscover a, a, a more a more everyday way of following Jesus, a discipleship that isn't just like going on a course or choosing to read the Bible in one year or having a quiet time and, and everything else. And those things are not bad things. They're great things. But I think it's it's up to us as Christians, as as and it's it's a, it's our own responsibility and a collective responsibility to rediscover and share and promote and champion all these other ways in which we can connect with Jesus. The kind of creativity that we're drawn into, the the breadth of the relationship with God. That it's not just about becoming more white and middle class. It's not just about being able to understand longer words. It's not just about being able to recite more parts of the Bible. Um, it, it's 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 even more than that and those things can be brilliant life-bringing things but that that isn't all trying to follow jesus is about um and trying to rediscover finding him finding him in the everyday in in the everywhere because he's there he's there and at work oh i i think massively and i think i can't remember who said it but I, it was a phrase of somebody saying recently you know about the importance of reco- recovering the mundane mm. you know a lot of life I think sometimes as Christians, we're, we're led to believe that, you know, we're going to have these, you know, people search for these, what, I don't know what you, what would be the right phrase, but some kind of incredible spiritual moment where they feel overcome or overwhelmed by God in some ways. And that, that might happen, but I imagine in most people's experience, that's a potentially a once or twice in a lifetime type feeling you might get or experience you might have. And I think, a lot of life is mundane and yet I was only thinking about this last week, just reflecting, I was was thinking how my beliefs, I've tried to apply my beliefs to, you know, every aspect of life. And part of that has been in my relationship with my wife, Lisa, and with, with the children, with Brianna and Jack. And, and I was, I was just sitting in the, in the lounge with Lisa and with Jack in the room with me. And I was thinking as much as I can be hard on myself spiritually, sometimes I look at that and I think, do you know what? Um, my beliefs have have shaped what I've done in those areas, all those years of investing in that. Um, and I, you know, I think I'm, I'm re- I was over Christmas just really uh, grateful for my family and thinking the effort we've put in that day in, day out that you're doing in the early stages of is so significant, so significant. You know, I think about the way in which or what it's making me think of is, I think about how we talk about as Christians, you know, that God sustains our lives, that God cares for us. So that if you're going to, if you're going to live a life that's in his image, as it were, or in, you know, that, that your care of your children, your care of Sarah, your care of your friends shown through literally heating up the milk or whatever it is, you know, or, you know, bathing them and that, and the way you do that, when you try and infuse those activities with what we would say is with a Christ-like love or sometimes what's needed is a, <laughs> a Christ-like patience or, you know, a gentleness or whatever it is. I, I felt, I can remember, particularly with Brianna, you know, we, we, with, with the son and the daughter, with Brianna, I remember at nighttime when reading her story, particularly afterwards, whenever I went to kiss her goodnight, I always had this consciousness in my mind that the way I, as a dad, hugged Brianna and kissed her 
was conveying something to her about the way in which I believed um, she should be loved and hugged and kissed. Like, you know, to, to try and convey to her what I, at the best attempt I could make to say, you know, that I tried to, I believe God's made us in this way. I believe you are a special person. There may be other men and women in life who, who don't do this in a loving way to you. I want you to know from your dad this is how much you're loved. So I think what you're doing in the everyday and those, you know, every time you have to <laughs> read Ada, they her favorite story for the, <laughs> for the hundredth time or whatever it is, the attempt to try and posture yourself towards that activity in a way that says to her, I would do this in the best way I can in this moment with the energy I've got or whatever. I, and don't get me wrong we all you know it's known in our household as kind of my i have plenty of pseudocreme moments where i completely lost the plot and, and did not convey that but i'm just trying to say in this moment i think those those activities that we're involved in our daily activity is not we're not just passing time there's there's opportunity within what we do to to connect our attempts to live Christ's way into those activities. Otherwise it just becomes, we think living Christ's way means, I don't know, flipping, walking on water or being a missionary or whatever that might be. We, and, and it's out of our reach. Well, not that that's out of our reach, but you know, it's not, it's not reality for most of us. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that I'm being Christ-like every time I choose not to issue four for four-letter word tirade at Ada for not getting out of the bath. Definitely. Like, yeah, because I, th I think I think you're on a different level to I am to, uh, to I am to parenting, but uh, I'm much more about trying to keep myself in check rather than actually trying to cradle my daughter as if I were God or whatever. You know, like, Jim. Seriously, like you, you think about what you just said. How sat very sadly over Christmas or over the end of last year, and Christmas, we heard too many news stories of children who were not loved in that way. Yeah, and and you're dead right. That's the reality. And I, I'm with you. <laughs> the language in my head sometimes when dealing with my children was not, not. But the fact that you somehow in that moment, maybe you don't always even manage to hold it back. But it's no small thing. It's mm. no small thing. Well, I think it's it's massive. Like in terms of the the communal element of life, in terms of relationship with other people. Now, I mean, like there, there are those who who don't 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 live with anybody else who um, whether children or partner or otherwise, but. I think it's so important to be in relationship with with others um not only those who who challenge us but those who support us and that you can be honest with you know that i think the reality of life is that everybody is struggling all the time like in different ways to greater and lesser extents but life is a is a is a struggle you know um not not and i don't mean that in a kind of um pessimistic oh it's awful kind of way but it's 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 hard graft you know i don't think there's any I mean, the the Book of Revelation talks about the the people going through the Great Tribulation. Now, I, I can't I can't imagine a better um, description of life in general as a Great Tribulation. You know, it's it's hard, um, and therefore you need people that you can be real with. You know, like so often in life, whether it's on Instagram or whether it's in a church building on a Sunday, that everyone's just trying to portray their best life, you know, like it's all curated. It's like what you choose to reveal is what you choose to reveal, you know, like, or I put a filter on it just to make it sound a little bit better or whatever. 
um, whether it's in a picture shown or, or the stories that you tell or the things that you say about your week or your Christmas or your New Year. You tell people about the, the, nice, the nice time you have with your family. You don't tell them that you got... I, I don't know, you got blind drunk the next night and, um, yeah, ended up having a slanging match with somebody or whatever, um, that it's kind of, it's, yeah, I, I think we need spaces to be more real with one another, um, to, to kind of, and I, and I don't really like the word authentic because it's become like this kind of buzzword um, that everybody just kind of rolls their eyes at now, but I, there's, there's, there's depth to it that we need a way of finding people around us that we can say hey this is what's this is what's really going on for me and i think that's something that's i've always really appreciated about our relationship and um a chance to kind of just really say this is this is what's this is what's going on you know and it's kind of we all need that else we're all just trying to you're all trying to aim at something that is a it's just smoke and mirrors it's chasing after the wind you know that you think that there's some beautiful serene way of trying to live your life that the way of jesus is just kind of floating along on a cloud and having it all together and and everything else um when quite often I think it's kind of like it's it's just dealing with the grit and everything of, of everyday life and, and it's Jesus that stops everything falling apart, even like almost in spite of us and the way that we go about living our lives. Yeah, and I think like you said it just then and I, you know, share with you, I think I really appreciate our relationship in terms of <clears throat> and, and the way you said it made me think um you know, we both have a desire. To, to live out what we believe and you know live a particular way um but but we both would acknowledge that the as you that phrase you know that life's life's a struggle and therefore it, it's really challenging to do it i think something you're really good at something it's funny it's one of the things i'd like to work on this year is you're good at kind of asking i know you don't you don't just do it with me you do it with a lot of people you'll you'll ask that question gets a little bit beyond kind of gives the space if the person wants to take it to get beyond just kind of the surface level where and I think that's been something it's funny I was thinking about it only this morning only because because another friend of mine he just said you know is, is there sort of one thing you want to work on this year kind of thing and I thought you know I want to be a bit more deliberate in my friendships with others or even with my neighbors to kind of go not just sort of say good morning but when the opportunity arises Particularly because I think at the moment, you know, we know, you know, you can hear in the news, oh, tsunami of mental health problems. Well, you can hear that and it's an awful thing to hear. And you can think, oh, gosh, what can I do about that? Well, it's too big an issue. Right? We, we, our daily work's not, not necessarily to try and think about the big systems that, and, and there may be people who, who are involved in that. But what I could do, and I was just thinking about one of our neighbours who is having a bit, was having a bit of a tough time recently. I could just give them a little bit more time. And I did on one occasion. And she was pouring out a bit about what she was going through and even shedding a bit in you know, a bit of a tear over it. And then you think you've got to be a bit comfortable with that. You've got to be, mm. and it's okay. It's so that's okay. I didn't have to solve it. I didn't have to fix it. I just, but the fact that you just listen, the fact that you asked a question that said, I don't know, even ask it, how's your, how's your, How's your mental health at the moment? Are you, you know, whatever that might be. I'm not sure that, whether that's too direct a question, but, you know, asking somebody that. I don't know. I think we need to do that a bit this year. We kind of recognised over the last couple of years how valuable, kind of we've we've recovered a bit, kind of the value of knowing our neighbours a bit or knowing those around us a bit that normally we just pass them by. We've got, we, we, we've opened a bit of a wider door to caring for each other. And I think, 
maybe being a bit more intentional, therefore, about keeping that going in some mm. way, building mm. on that this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a good. I don't think I've heard. I I, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's not the kind of thing you often hear people say of a New Year's resolution. You know that to, oh. to kind of be like I, it's it's generally me focused in terms of making my life better or me into a better individual or whatever maybe maybe there's part of that in it but that kind of deliberate seeking out of other people in yeah i think i think so yeah it's a nice thing to do for sure nice thing to do for sure i think i think um i think i'll try and practice that this year i think I, i've been i've been getting to know my neighbors a little bit better in the lead up to christmas because everybody's been getting each other's parcels which has been <laughs> nice uh and now I've now got a new activity that every time Dane has a massive nappy explosion, I'll have to say to Sarah, I've, I've got to go out and see the neighbours. Steve said I had to do it this year. Can you just deal with this absolute, oh my goodness. This, oh, don't, oh. Make sure you include it in that conversation you have with her on Thursday. Just on a Thursday, yeah, on a Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, oh my goodness. Yeah, pray for us, pray for us. So many body fluids in our house, it's not fair. <laughs> But it's a good it's a good point, you know. Just as you said that, I thought you know, a lot of the times when we come into a new year, we think is it about doing lots of new things that we set ourselves these impossible, whether it's physical, spiritual, or whatever tasks or resolutions. Mm. But actually, sometimes it's not it's not changing what we're doing. It's it's changing our approach to the things we already do. Mm. You know, they're, they're already there. Um the opportunities to live this way are right in front of us they're involved in the in, it's all about the interactions we have with people every day and things we're doing every day isn't it so mm. yeah mm. yeah definitely but don't you dare use it that that excuse <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> thanks for listening today and we'd love to hear from you if you've got thoughts on anything we've talked about or just New Year's resolutions you want to share, then ping us an email to jim at ballonbaptist.co.uk. At other points in the week, we're two of the pastors of Ballon Baptist Church and you can find out more about the church community on our YouTube channel or through Instagram at Ballon Baptist. We'll see you next time. <laughs>